This episode of Punk Rock HR is sponsored by The Star Conspiracy. The Star Conspiracy is the B2B marketing agency for innovative brands creating the future of workplace solutions. For more information, head on over to thestarconspiracy.com. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Rudeman. Welcome back to Punk Rock HR. My guest today is Tom Brunskill. He's the co-founder and CEO of Forage. Forage is an open access platform. Anybody can go on there and learn about new careers, learn new skills by participating in virtual work experience programs. This is a learning platform. And on today's show, Tom and I talk about Forage. We discuss what these virtual work experience programs are, how they differ from internships or traditional learning platforms, but more importantly, how people who are interested in new careers can use a site like forage to really turn their lives around and how companies can find talented people who want to do cool things in the world of work who aren't necessarily in four-year university programs. It's a really neat platform. It's a great idea. It's a booming company. And I'm lucky to have Tom on today to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is learning. So if you're passionate about learning, if you're passionate about creating more diverse talent pipelines, we'll sit back and enjoy this conversation with Tom Brunskill on today's Punk Rock HR. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. Awesome to be here. Super excited to chat to you, Lori. Well, you know, I'm pleased to have you here because you're immersed in the world of one of my favorite topics, which is learning. So before we start to talk about all that, why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you're all about? So I'll try to keep it short and sweet, but I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Forage. You can probably tell from my accent, I'm not initially from the US. I moved to the US a couple of years ago. Forage is originally an Australian company, but we're now headquartered here in the US. And what we're focused on at Forage is how to bridge the gap between the world of learning and the world of work. I think it's a problem that most people understand, which is like, how do I find my first job? What are those resources that can help me make informed, deliberate career decisions? And that's what we're focused on solving at Forage. And the specific way we do that is we work with typically large companies to create free open access online training courses for college students to road test different roles and different careers before they actually get to the recruitment process. So you think about companies like BCG, Lululemon, Walmart, we work with those companies to create interactive courses that allow you to experience what it's like to work at those companies and build skills and visibility so you can make better career decisions. Well, I want to talk about all of that, especially the focus on young professionals, new and emerging workers, right? But first, I want to talk about exactly what Forage is, because you're a platform, you're a solution, right? So what is it? What is this virtual learning environment? I find it's often useful to think about analogous experiences or products. So if you think about like a Coursera or Udacity or even like a Netflix, it's an equivalent user experience at Forage. So if you were a candidate, 
candidate and you wanted to build skills, road test different careers, build experience, you'd jump onto the Forage website and you'd see a catalog of different job simulations is what we call them. So there might be like the Walmart data science simulation, the BCG strategy consulting job simulation, the Lululemon marketing job simulation. And as a candidate, there is no cost or barrier to enroll in these simulations. You simply enroll and then you go through a self-paced, self-guided curriculum that allows you to experience at a very granular level what it's like to work at that particular company. So for example, if you enrolled in our electronic arts software engineering job simulation, you'd be learning how to build a fictional game called Vaxman. You'd be learning how to use C++ and Python as you develop that game. You'd be learning how to mitigate cybersecurity risks as you develop that game, how to work with other stakeholders in the business and ultimately launch that game. The whole idea is like, how do you bring the internship experience or the junior employee experience and turn it into a bite-sized online interactive experience so that you can road test those different careers before you actually reach the recruitment process. Well, I'm so excited to learn a little bit more about that. So I am a student in a traditional university, right? That's where I learn about forage. What if I'm not in a traditional university? Do I still have the opportunity to take part in these virtual work experiences, this learning platform? Yes. So there are no barriers to access to our simulations. Absolutely anyone can enroll. As I said, they're entirely free. And it's actually really important. You know, we typically work with corporate, large corporate and professional service firms. And our perspective at Forage is that we kind of focus typically on entry level roles. But right now we think there's like an addiction from corporate America to hiring just from the four year college degree. And so it's really important to us that employees think more holistically about where early talent can come from and actually start to create a tapestry of different pathways into the world of work, whether that's through community colleges, boot camps, corporate apprenticeship programs, other kind of upskilling and reskilling programs, as well as the four-year college degree. And in that sense, that's why our programs are available to any candidate. And we proactively kind of educate and encourage our corporate partners to look beyond talent in the four-year college degree, particularly as they look to build workforces which are kind of truly reflective of the diversity within society that's also particularly important to us. So do people actually get hired from this experience or is this one of many things they can do before they enter the recruitment process? Yeah, so I think what's unique about Forage compared to like a Coursera or Udacity or Udemy or other like online learning experiences is that Forage's job simulations are meant to be a pathway into employment. Now, that's not to say that if you do our programs, you're guaranteed employment, given that we have just so many people, you know, we've had almost 3 million candidates go through our programs in the last two years. So obviously not all of them get hired by our corporate partners, but we do track the data from our corporate partners as to how many they're hiring from our programs and they're typically hiring somewhere between 30 and 50% of the entry level hires they make each year are coming from students that have enrolled in a completing Forage's job simulations and what's like particularly pleasing to see is that most of those students are coming from schools or higher ed institutions that employer historically hasn't interacted with. So it's not about getting the same students from the same schools into the same organizations. It's about how do you let employers like really open their doors to a broad, diverse and relevant audience and kind of showcase that talent and get them into the door, actually be a pathway into employment as opposed to just a learning experience, which is designed to develop your own knowledge of the workforce or, you know, academia or whatever it is. This is meant to be a pathway into employment. I really love the idea that Forage could be one tool to address the complexity around diversity, equity, inclusion,
inclusion, accessibility, right? Belonging. Do you find organizations are excited to use Forage as a tool to address some of their diversity, inclusion, accessibility, belonging, and equity issues that they're trying to fix in other ways? Is Forage the right tool for them? So first and foremost, there isn't a silver bullet solution to DEI building workforces which are representative of society. But it's been too slow. But we are seeing genuine excitement and genuine appetite to look outside of kind of traditional areas of talent, and that's super exciting. So like a lot of our corporate partners that would never have hired outside of a four-year college degree are now hiring from community colleges, are now hiring from boot camps, and you know those institutions are disproportionately constitute of students that have been historically marginalised or overlooked, and that's fantastic to see. And we talk to corporates all the time that they shouldn't be doing this for altruistic reasons. They should be doing it because like their job is to build better workforces. And surprise, surprise, there is incredible talent outside of the 15 schools that they historically have always visited, and they're starting to see that. And the way that we really focus on dispelling kind of any assumptions or prejudices that they might have towards talent that sits outside those traditional schools is to actually allow that talent to build a portfolio of work and showcase their talent to an employer through these interactive job simulations. And what we're seeing is that employers are starting to index less those historical markers for success, like what school did you go to? What's your GPA? Things which are really artifacts of privilege more than much else and starting to look at the actual kind of potential intent of a candidate, which we think is like far more predictive of like long-term success within an organization rather than those historical markers. I'm always fascinated by why people do what they do. You're a bright guy. You've got aptitude. You're an entrepreneur. You could be doing anything, right? You could be the next Elon Musk. And I think there's a lot of pros and cons to that. But why Forage? What was it about this opportunity, this product, this idea that got you excited and keeps you getting up every morning focused on it? So like most founders out there, the reason why we're building Forage came from my co-founder and my own personal experience. And it may seem trite or cliche, but it was one of those situations where you're incredibly frustrated with the process and you think like this cannot be the best way of doing things like there has to be a better way what's the process right traditional internships where people get in through privilege they may or may not get paid the internship may or may not be relevant or test your aptitude or you may not learn you may just get coffee right is that what you were trying to disrupt yeah but i mean really that connective tissue between the world of learning and the world of work which was that the four-year college degree in my experience didn't prepare me for the world of work and didn't really give me a compass to understand where it was that i should start my career. And so I was really left to my own devices to figure that out. And most people don't have their own devices to figure that out. And so the idea behind Forage was like, I think we've popularized this myth that early talent, like in the early parts of your career, you need to go through a bit of misery, right? Like you need to do a couple of jobs to figure out what you actually like to do. And like, that doesn't make sense to me. Why can't we actually make a more informed, deliberate career decision and short circuit that process to finding the job that truly aligns with your superpower? and your passions. And so the idea behind Forage is that the way that recruitment has historically worked, which is hire first, train second, doesn't make a ton of sense. And we think that companies can be training candidates at scale first through software and then hiring them second. And that allows candidates to road test 
different careers and make those more informed, deliberate career decisions so that they end up in the roles which do align with their superpowers and their passions earlier on and they're not having to go through that misery. So that's really the problem, the, the frustration with the process that we found. I was like a corporate attorney when I finished law school and absolutely hated it. I based that decision off watching Suits and Boston Legal, poor proxy for a career choice. And so, yeah, that's kind of the genesis behind Forage is like, how do you make that career discovery process a lot more effective for the candidate and also for the employer who has a lot to gain from attracting the right talent to the right roles? You know, there's this emerging world of everything going virtual, right? Everything's on the metaverse. All of this is taking place in this different dimension. And a lot of the experiences feel very real and other experiences are total garbage, right? Depending on where you are, what the technology is. And I just wonder how you create and craft these virtual learning experiences. What They're basically virtual internships, right? So how are you doing it to make sure that it's relevant, high quality, and is a good use of everybody's time? It's super hard. It's super yeah, hard. I bet. Um, <laughs> you know, we're always thinking like, how do you make our experiences as lifelike as they possibly can? The first place to start is you can never totally bridge that gap. Nothing beats like an in-person, like internship experience, right? Like we don't pretend that we can replace that, but we do think that this is like much better way to figure out where you do want to start your career than, than doing nothing at all. But I think some fundamental lessons we've learned in the process is that from a company's perspective is be realistic as possible when you're kind of communicating the work that you do. I remember in the early days, we had some employers, some law firms, for example, who wanted to create job simulations, which focused on the kind of more experimental parts of their business. So like, how are they using the blockchain to like automate smart contracts? Things that like junior talent weren't actually doing when they walked in the door. And so we were like, that actually isn't a realistic depiction of what it's like to work at your company. It's in your interest to make that as realistic as possible so that students can make those informed, deliberate career decisions. But like most companies, we listen very closely to our users, to employers, to our partner universities to ensure that the quality of these learning experiences are really high. you know, we take a data-driven approach to looking at completion rates, higher share rates, comparative success in the recruitment process of a forager versus a non-forager. There are lots of different benchmarks that we use to ensure that our programs aren't gimmicky, that they're having real impact on the candidates and are resulting in great outcomes for our partner employees who are ultimately the ones who pay for our product, given that it's free for students. You know, I just made an assumption in that previous question where I asked you about your platform, how you create these courses, and I assumed that these courses were in some sort of virtual reality framework, right? Is that true? Or are they still 2D at this point? Yeah, so really interesting. We have been experimenting with some 3D components, but most of the courses in their current format are 2D. So the idea is that you would like be navigating a fictional hypothetical kind of client scenario or like work project, and you'd be receiving like video instructions from hypothetical video instructions from staff at that company who'd be telling you what to do and you'd be downloading resources and completing that work and uploading the work to the platform. So a lot of the programs are 2D, but they're highly interactive in nature and they are designed to really mimic what the work environment looks like to the extent that you possibly can do in do that in a self-paced online environment. 
So plans, though, to start emerging and expanding into the 3D world, right? I mean, are they there? Is that what you're thinking about? Or are your customers not and users not demanding that? What we're really focused on is like scale. Like how do you open the doors to like candidates from all backgrounds and not have a limit? Like the question we asked ourselves in the early days was how could you guarantee work experience at any company for any candidate and not have a cap on it? And so that's what our programs do. So if you looked at some of our bigger programs, programs with JP Morgan, BCG, Citibank, Goldman Sachs, like they've had four, five, six hundred thousand candidates go through those programs in the last two years. I think once you start introducing like 3D components, like virtual reality, that comes at the expense of like true accessibility because people just don't have access to that type of technology. It starts to inhibit the scale. So we have been experimenting with it, but to be honest, where we're more interested is like where else can these job simulations be useful? So not just in early talent. So for like military personnel who are transitioning back into civilian life, for parents who have been out of the workforce who want to re-enter the workforce, for high school students that might not want to go to the four-year college or might not have the means to go to a four-year college degree and want to do a corporate apprenticeship program, it's like figuring out where else is there information asymmetry between a candidate and an employer and how can we use these job simulations to demystify what it's like to work at that company so that candidates are making better career decisions and employers are attracting the right talent to the right roles within their organization. Yeah, well, you know, I'm completely sold on the idea. I think it's just absolutely brilliant. For me, I just wonder what's next for you. You're focused on expanding, going beyond traditional students. Like what does 2022 and 2023 look like for you as an organization? I think when you're like an early stage company, we're now at 100 employees, we've got 150 kind of corporate customers, 3 million students. There is a temptation to try and do a lot of things at once. And as a company, we're trying to remain really focused on what we know we're good at and kind of maximizing the impact that we're having in that space. But when we do look forward to the things that might look different in the next couple of years, it is around the different types of candidates that might be engaging in our programs. So yeah, as I said, right now, we really just focus on early talent. So kind of young people who are thinking about working in Fortune 500 and like large professional service firms. But that next kind of phase for us is like looking at people outside of early talent. So as I mentioned, like military personnel, parents, high school students, but also like looking at like the different types of companies that we can work with. So right now, you know, looking at like for not-for-profits, NGOs, we would love to start creating job simulations for roles in government. If you think about the utility of our product from a candidate's perspective, it's about how can I road test a bunch of different careers across different industries so I can make a better decision. And so in order to do that, we need to canvas a greater surface area of employers. And right now we're really focused on like corporate and professional service firms. So yeah, over the next few years, we really want to branch out beyond that. I love that. I love the idea of expanding into the different aspects of the lines of business. But I think about any vendor trying to sell into the world of work, whether they're selling into human resources or finance or procurement, and especially around learning. There is this old adage that I don't need somebody to know the job. I just need someone to have character. And if they have character, I'll take the responsibility of teaching them the job. Do you hear that in your sales cycle? And what do you think about that? That's a really good question. And so first and foremost, we don't pretend that our job simulations teach candidates everything they need to do a job. 
So it's not like you do our job simulations and you can walk in on day one and hit the ground running. And we don't hear that from customers. That's not what they're looking for. And so there is upskilling, reskilling, and what we're focused on is pre-skilling. And why that's important is about how do you give candidates the resources, the guidance, the support to make informed, deliberate career decisions. And so what we believe is that if you can give candidates a way to dip their toes in the water and test out these different careers before committing to one, they can make a much more informed choice about which career aligns with their skills and interests so that they when they end up in the role they've got a sense of what they're walking into and they're more likely to stick around become a contributor over a sustained period of time whereas with a lot of our customers what they're doing is they're hiring two three thousand interns a year like per customer and then hiring them into entry-level roles only for 70 percent of those hires to leave within the first three years of starting at that organization and so the way that companies compensate for that is they hire seven 70% more than they need, knowing that 70% are going to leave, which is just like, honestly, like a really dumb way of doing things. So it's not about like, how do you get students completely ready for the job? But how do you allow candidates to have the tools and resources to make a more informed career decision so that they're more likely to end up in a role which aligns with their skills and interests, which employees ultimately benefit from because they have lower attrition rates downstream and they have happier employees that are more engaged with the work that they're doing because they've ended up where they wanted to end up. Well, Tom, I'm really betting on this. I think it's such a brilliant idea, you know, giving people that experience and helping them to make more informed decisions, creating a more diverse, more interesting, more talented talent pool in and of itself is also cool. You're coming at it from really awesome angles on both sides. And I wish you nothing but the best. If people want to learn more about you and your organization, where can they go? They can visit our website, which is www.theforage.com. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Thomas Brunson skill. You can follow Forage on LinkedIn. We have quite an active LinkedIn following amount, but all of our website, all of our resources are completely free and open access. So anyone can go on and explore this content, whether you're a student or not. Well, I consider myself to be a lifelong student. So maybe I'll go check out my options as a data scientist. What do you think about that? You can enroll into our KPMG data science program, our Walmart data science program. There's a lot of data science programs up there. Oh my God. I know I'm definitely not getting hired for any of Tom, it was really great to connect with you today. Thanks again for being a guest on Punk Rock HR. Thank you for having me. Love the conversation. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Punk Rock HR. We are proudly underwritten by the Star Conspiracy. The Star Conspiracy is the B2B marketing agency for innovative brands creating the future of workplace solutions. For more information, head on over to thestarconspiracy.com. Punk Rock HR is produced and edited by RepCap with special help from Michael Thibodeau and Devin McGrath. For more information, show notes, links, and resources, head on over to punkrockhr.com. Now that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Punk Rock HR.